Welcome to the Create Your Shape podcast. I'm Jenny the Nutritionist, and I'll be teaching you the strategy, structure, and science to build muscle and decrease body fat, specifically for ladies who work out. Hello, friends. Happy New Year. I know everyone in the world is talking about New Year goals right now, and you may be somebody who is all about the New Year goals. I have a lot of type A go-getter ladies who love to chart it out and map it out. And then I also have ladies who still have goals, but maybe it's just a little bit more fluid. And then I have some people who are like, nope, I just do and live my life. All is good. But I know that so many of you, whether it's this year and it's mapped out or not, have goals to decrease body fat, to just get in better shape overall. And so with that comes the timing of your calorie deficit. And we're going to talk about today how to place that strategically within your year and plan it out. For me, I always have goals. So I feel like the New Year's goal idea, I, I'm into it. I like it, but I feel like I typically just always have goals. And then I'm like, oh, okay, it's the new year. This must be my new year goals because I already have the goals, right? So that's the kind of way I look at it because I'm always thinking about like, okay, business, what's my goals there? And let me just tell you guys, this year is about to be crazy. You're going to see just some incredible stuff being done over at Jenny the Nut headquarters. Then I have personal goals, right? Of things I want to just dive into or learn more about or all of the things. So first of all, I just have to tell you, I just signed up for singing lessons, which I don't really have any specific goals there, but just doing it. Right. And then I also signed up for a three day silent meditation retreat, which is going to be just a whole experience in itself. But anyway, so personal goals and then I typically also have some travel goals and really, again, they're not really goals, but just envisions and things that I want to like feel and experience. So we have a handful of places currently we're living in Bali, but we have a handful of places that even within the region that we're going to go check out. And then we have nutrition and training and just health, physique, performance, all of that. I have been through the ringer the past two-ish years with my gut health. And of course, I had SIBO, which then that protocol impacts your hormone health. And I finally got that kind of squared away to, to a degree. But then after you get your SIBO in a good place, then it's you have to take care of your hormones to get those back to a good place. So still working on that. When I was home before we came to Bali, I got $2,000 worth of testing done because I am determined to just feel my best. I feel like everyone should get testing done. doesn't necessarily have to be all at once like I did in every single testing thing that you could do, but I had a specific reason into, I just wanted to take advantage of being in the States and having access to all of this. So I got two serum blood tests done. So I got one done when we first arrived and then made some changes, implemented some things, and then did it at the end too. I did a Dutch test, which is a little bit more specific on specific hormones over a 24-hour period. And then I did a GI map, which is pretty much like a gut microbiome test. And then I also did gene testing, one to see my ancestry, but also to see, to put it into another like geno 
Gino, I don't know how to say it, like gene reading um, software that gives us a whole type of, whole bunch of information about our genes. So anyway, I did all of that and learned so much, but pretty much I'm still working through hormonal imbalances and something that's stressing my body, which turns out to be H. pylori, which is a bacteria. And so I'm on another gut protocol. And then I also have, um, still have microbiome overgrowth, not nearly as bad as SIBO. So I am really thinking about that being my goal, right? And then I already have the protocol all mapped out. I've got, you know, all my supplements, all the food, all of the things. And short, quick note on that. That's almost why I almost went to Bali jail because when I landed, I literally have bottles and bottles and bottles and bottles of supplements for my protocol. And they stopped me at customs and were questioning me for like 30 minutes. It was a whole thing, but I was going to cry if they took them away from me. Cause I was like, no, you don't understand. I want to like completely heal and thrive and all the things, but they didn't. So I have my kind of a two month plan there. And then after that, I have a few ideas when it comes to physicals or even performance goals that I'm considering. But I think healing's the first, it's the first thing that's going to impact. I can't really do the rest, right? Without healing first. And really, I feel great. I feel good now. Um, it's not nearly as bad as when I had SIBO, but I just want to thrive, you know? And that's kind of how I feel for all my ladies. Like I have my ladies get a serum blood work panel done because it's really look under, under the hood, like the, the basics of looking under the hood to be like, all right, where can we optimize this? Where can we thrive? Cause we want to just be feeling our best and living our best. All right. So that's with me, but I know a lot of you guys are thinking, okay, I have goals to decrease body fat. And some of you guys probably have goals to build muscle too. We'll talk about that briefly, but we're going to really focus on the calorie deficit and the calorie deficit is the tool to use to decrease body fat. Don't just go ahead and implement it. We're going to talk about the strategy too. But really what it is, is it's a decrease in calories. So let's say you're eating 2000 calories, then going into a calorie deficit means you are now going to be eating 1600 calories, right? With the intention of consistently doing that over time to decrease body fat. Now, why is it necessary to plan for this and like we're talking about and plan it out with your year? Well, it takes more effort, right? It takes more work. It takes more focus. It takes being more accurate. It takes being more consistent because you need to really hit that calorie mark and, and create that deficit or you can easily offset it and then you're putting in a lot of work but not seeing the changes. Okay. So that's what a calorie deficit is. I'm sure most of you guys know that, but just a little reminder and to put into context for this conversation. And also a reminder that there is a nutrition strategy, right? So the calorie deficit is just one part of the nutrition strategy. Going into a calorie deficit doesn't make too much sense unless you are eating enough first. So you want to spend a couple months in Create Your Shape. We spend two and a half months eating enough first before we go into the calorie deficit phase. So you have to have that phase, that eating enough phase in your nutrition plan first before going into that, right? Because that's going to be important when it comes to timing of your calorie deficit. 
So then what are the factors that you want to consider and think about? Well, first, how long is the calorie deficit? Typically, it's going to be anywhere from six weeks to 12 weeks. So increase your shape. I make it a part of the program for it to be six to eight weeks, but because it's custom to each of my ladies, it's going to really depend on if we go to that 10 to 12 week mark based on, you know, adherence, how they're feeling, how they're like, feel like they're achieving their goals and what they've got going on, all of that, pretty much all the things we're going to talk about too. So keep that in mind. It's a almost two month to three month period where you're going to have to be more accurate, more focused, more dedicated, just more of a priority versus the lifestyle phase, which you'll be in the majority of your life and the majority of your year, which is more flexibility and more freedom. So when you think about it like that, what are some things to consider when you're planning for this calorie deficit phase? Well, one, seasons. I think that's like the first thing people think about because they're like, okay, wait, when do I want to look my best? What, when am I, what am I going to be wearing? What's the weather going to be like? So I feel like that's just like a common one to start with. And typically a lot of people want to look their best over summer because you're just wearing, you're in bikinis, you're wearing skimpier clothes. Like you want to feel your best then. And so planning for that, I actually don't suggest being in a calorie deficit all of summer because there's other events and things that go along with it. But I think it's good if you're just considering the seasons, right? We're gonna talk about a whole bunch of other factors that would change this. But if you're just considering the seasons and you're focused on summer, where do you live? Where When does your summer start? And I would start the month before that. So typically spring timeframe, I think is a good timeframe. So that's one thing to consider. Other things to consider is your lifestyle and your priorities. Like what do you have going on in your life throughout the year? Like what kind of events do you have that you're going to be going to? What's going on with your work? Are are there like seasons with work? I remember back in the day in corporate finance, like we had budget season and that was all of fall and it was intense. It was really long hours. I couldn't work out as much. I was a lot more stressed and it just wasn't a good time to also pair that with a calorie deficit. So what do you got going on with work? It could be conferences or travel too, right? The more you're traveling, the harder it's going to be to be in a calorie deficit. So that's another thing to consider, whether it is just weekend trips or bachelorette parties, conferences or vacations or holidays, right? This is why I always say I have Create Your Shape strategically planned for the calorie deficit to be like the most optimal times during the year. So during the holidays, that's when my ladies are in the lifestyle phase where we're eating enough, we're building muscle, we're using all of that food. And then come the new year is when they're going into that calorie deficit phase. So the other thing to think about is kids, right? What's going on with your kids? Are they on break? Are they going to have more I'm making this up because I clearly don't have kids. So are they going to have more practices? Are they going to have travel games, right? Like what is going on in their life that you need to attend to that's going to make it easier or harder? And then you could also consider your training blocks because ideally your nutrition is aligned with your training and both of them are aligned with your goal. That's how you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck on all fronts. I call it the triangle of success. So are you doing any competitions, right? I've got a lot of CrossFitters that may be doing some local competitions or maybe they have, you know, different meets. I've had jiu-jitsu ladies. I've had, you know, 
Olympic lifters, of power lifters, or people who are training for marathons or doing like backpacking trips, or even thinking about nutrition that coordinates with your gym's training. So if you're training with a group of people, specifically I'm thinking of CrossFit classes, right? But it could be another group that you train with. What do their training blocks look like? I know back in the day when I went to a CrossFit gym, we would have, okay, strength training blocks. Okay, now we're focused on endurance, right? If you're in a strength training block or if you're in a like PR block where you're trying to hit one rep maxes or you're really focus on building muscle, that's going to be more aligned or better aligned with the lifestyle phase where you are focused on eating more so you can get the most out of that. It's going to be harder to have your optimal performance when you're in that calorie deficit. Oh, and in addition to that, you could also coordinate with your trainer. So for those of you guys who have a personal trainer, I think this is really important to talk to them also because you can align your training with your calorie deficit, with your lifestyle phase. And lastly, aligning it with your partner, your husband, your wife, your friends, and your family. So obviously you're not going to be able to get everyone on the same page, but doing this with somebody else makes it so much easier, right? Like Aaron and I were talking about, and we do this all the time where he's like, okay, I think I'm going to build here. And then I'm going to do a calorie deficit during this time. And then I talk about, okay, I'm going to do it here. I'm going to do it here. And we're thinking of like, okay, how could we get it to overlap? Because it's just going to be easier in terms of date nights, right? Where if I'm focused on like having tons of flexibility and trying new things. And he's like, no, I need to stick to something a little bit more consistent, a little bit more healthier and eating out less and doing other activities more. Like we want to make sure we're on the same page with that. It does not always happen. In fact, I don't think it's ever happened and lined up for us, but we make it work. But even friends, right? I have a good friend here in Bali and she's in a calorie deficit phase right now. And now I'm thinking like, oh, okay, actually, you know, one of the things I'm considering along with everything else is going to a calorie deficit phase right now would be a good time because we hang out so much, then we can do things together. And then we're both reaching our goals, but still having fun. Family members, right? And this really... Typically, it's going to be like, when are you going to be around your family? Because for me, it's a lot harder to be in a calorie deficit when I'm around my family because my mom wants to cook and she's making new meals or we're grilling out or my dad wants to drink and wants to party or I'm seeing friends from home and they don't live this lifestyle. So they're going to want to go to restaurants that only have pizza, right? So that's another thing that I also consider is, okay, who am I hanging out with most and and can we align things? This one may not always work out, but it's something to you know think about. And all of these are going to be really hard to check the list of every single one, right? Of the seasons and the weather and then the lifestyles and the event that you have going on and the training blocks. But I would just go down and it's almost like a puzzle of like, okay, how can I get all of these and it's almost like the puzzle's not going to fit perfectly, but how can I get them all like in, in somewhat the same area so they can kind of all still work together, even if it's not perfect? Because I just want to say, like, you can still have a vacation or you can still have a conference during a time frame when you're in a calorie deficit. Having like one or two isn't going to be that big deal. But if you're like back to back to back to back, then that's something to consider, Right. All right, good luck with all the goals that you have for the new year and use these tips and suggestions when you're planning out 
how you're changing your body composition, especially the calorie deficit phase. I'll see you next week on the Create Your Shape podcast. Hey, if you work out and want to look like you work out, then you need to be in the Create Your Shape program. Learn more and get started at jennythenutritionist.com slash create dash your dash shape. You can also follow me on Instagram for more content at jennythenutritionist.com.